Hi everyone, welcome to this week's edition of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. Today I want to talk to you about something very interesting that maybe you haven't thought of. There is something called the curse of the law. Now, the curse of the law, you can find it in Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through the rest of the chapter. I believe it's like 50 verses total. The first half of Deuteronomy are the blessings provided in Deuteronomy. Now, those are the blessings that go with the law. The verses in Deuteronomy that start the curses are the curse of the law. What do I mean by the curse of the law? The curse of the law refers to curses, curses that come when you don't keep the whole law. Now, what's important is to understand what the Bible says about curses and blessings. I'm not going to read all the curses for you in Deuteronomy 28. If you want to read them, and I suggest that you do, you go, I would get a newer version of the Bible, like an English Standard Version or the Passion Version or something like that. Because if you read it in the Old King James, in the Old American Standard, and even in the New King James or the New American Standard, it's a little bit confusing as exactly what the curses are. So if you want to read those, and I suggest that you do, go get one of those other translations. You can find them online and look at the curses in Deuteronomy 28. Why I'm talking to you about this today is I have good news for you. You have been redeemed for the curse of the law. Galatians actually tells us in Galatians 3 verse 13, it says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we, the Gentiles, might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What Galatians 3, 13 and 14 mean is that you don't have to keep all 613 commandments of the law in order to receive the blessings that are associated with keeping the commandments. So that is extremely good news. You don't have to keep those. Well, what do you have to keep? First John 3, 23 says that the commandments that you've been commanded with are to believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and to love each other as he gave us commandment and he gave us commandment to love each other as he loved the church and so that's what we're required to do remember love covers a multitude of sins love fulfills the entire law so what if you don't love somebody what if you try really hard and you don't love them and you miss it what happens then do you get the curses then well the answer of course is no the answer is that Jesus Christ fulfilled the entire law for us. Anything in that law, any sin, any iniquity, even not loving this side of the cross is covered under Jesus' blood. But what happens is people do not understand that they've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And when you don't understand that, you think that you sort of deserve the curses that you see in your life. Well, God gave me a really great revelation about this. Look with me at Proverbs 26, verse 2, and then I'll explain the revelation that God gave me. Proverbs 26, verse 2 says, Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. I know that sounds a little funny to us because we don't speak that way, 
But what that means is that it's referring to a bird. Have you ever watched little birds? They fly all over and they, they kind of seem scrambled and they try to land, but they can't land. Have you ever seen that happen? Well, I want you to picture that in your, in your mind as a little bird that's trying to land on something but can't land on it for whatever reason. Well, what God is saying in Proverbs 26 verse 2 is that like that, like the way that looks, a curse that has no reason to land cannot land. Well, God set us free from the curse of the law, so no curse has a reason to land on your life. I'm going to cut to a clip, I hope, <laughs> of me with my horses. Now, if you've ever been around horses, especially in the summertime, there are flies. And I mean so many flies. It drives you crazy. And here's a clip of that. So what happens is that our horses will get distracted when we try to ride them if there are flies everywhere around their face, landing on their face, landing on their legs, landing everywhere on their body. We get distracted, they land on our face and our arms and it's just, it's just nerve wracking to have all these flies all the time. So there's been a great, a great invention that I love so much, it's called fly spray. Now here's a clip of my horse after I've sprayed fly spray on him. See how there aren't as many flies? The reason is because he's protected by the barrier of the fly spray. All the flies fly around him, but they can't land on him, so they're not as distracting. God gave me the revelation when I was actually spraying fly spray on my horses that that is what the verse in Proverbs 26, 2, coupled with Galatians 3, verses 13 and 14, mean in my life. It was a it was a picture of what the word means. It was like God was saying, you see how you spray that fly spray on those horses? And all of these little flies, these little irritants that would normally drive this horse crazy can't touch the horse. They still exist, but they can't touch him. Now, unlike fly spray that wears off, our redemption from the curse of the law is everlasting. Jesus took it away forever, so we don't have to keep applying the blood or keep getting saved over and over the same way I would with fly spray, just keep spraying it every time, you know, when it wears off. That's not how it is, but this is a really good picture of what a curse without a reason for being there looks like. In other words, these flies can't land because there is a protective barrier around my horse in the same way that a swallow or a bird can't land if 
the, what they're trying to land on isn't stable. The same way that a curse can't land on your life now because Jesus Christ became the curse of the law. And so he fulfilled the whole law, took all the curses, all the sin, everything on himself so that you can inherit the blessings of Abraham so that the Holy Spirit can come upon you and you can walk in the fullness of those blessings. Why would we need the Holy Spirit on us to walk in the fullness of the blessings? The two reasons I believe that we need the Holy Spirit on us for that. There are lots of reasons that we need the Holy Spirit in our lives, um, directing us, communicating with us, a part of our lives. But these are two. One, because the Holy Spirit will remind us that we've been forgiven from all of our sins. The Holy Spirit will help us to keep those two commandments that are found in 1 John 3, 23, that we have to believe on Jesus Christ. That means for everything. That doesn't just mean for salvation. We have to believe that he took the curses for us. We have to believe that he blessed us with divine health. We have to believe that all of our needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All of those things are very, very difficult to wrap the natural mind around because we are so programmed to believing what it is that we see. Well, when we have the Spirit, we have the promise of the Spirit living on the inside of us, He taps us and says, hey, don't look at that because you no longer live but Christ who lives in you. And you are able to walk in the fullness of the mind of Christ. You are able to allow the mind of Christ to be in you that was also in Him and therefore you can walk in the love that Jesus Christ walked in. And when you can do that, of course, you believe and you fulfill all of your obligation to God. God says, don't owe anybody anything except to love them. When you walk in love because the Holy Spirit is reminding you that you are Jesus Christ, the same as he is in this world, so are you then you can walk in that love and you can manifest the love of God to everyone around you. A curse without a cause can't land on you. So if there are curses that are landing on your life, and again, please go look in Deuteronomy 28 for a complete and comprehensive list, plus more, of all the curses that are in the world right now, they're still there. But we've been sprayed with fly spray, as it were. We've been cleansed we've been atoned for by the blood of jesus christ and that's our fly spray but it only requires one application for the whole life it doesn't require more and so if a curse has been on your life or on the lives of those you love please 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 remind that curse that you are covered and that it must yield the knee to the name of the lord jesus christ all right, I'm gonna wrap this up for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this short video. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.